to cook hard-boiled eggs. I need eggs and water to cook hard-boiled eggs. I need Welcome to a brand new episode of Worst Song Ever. It's the podcast that stumbles into a volcano, finds a giant lion, gets into the lion, battles space demons. But it thinks, you know what? I think I need the yellow line, maybe a black one, maybe a green, maybe a pink one, and we will form a blazing sword of justice. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help. Okay, the reason why I say that is it's not just me today, and it's not just my co-host, Mike. It is another. We are adding one more to the Worst Song Podcast. Introduce yourself, Jeremy. Well, my name is Jeremy. I like long walks on the beach, uh, sandcastles, and the smell of vanilla in the wind. <laughs> Kicking over sandcastles or just uh, sandcastles with Joe? Um, well, I live in one. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a personal passion. It's uh, a lot of upkeep, but, uh, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> All right, so here we are. We're back. Uh, I, I apologize. Sometimes they just gotta have to take a little meander down a, a, a random road. Uh, Mike, how are you doing this week? I'm all right. I was I was just thinking about the both the economics and the ergonomics of living inside of a sandcastle. It, it'd be difficult on your lower back if you didn't build it tall enough, but it'd be great because anything could be a real, uh, reclining position, right? Yeah, I, I feel like. You know, insulation probably not great unless you dig down far enough. It's more like a trench then. Um, but sand is an abundant building material, so it is fairly cheap. Yeah, and if you're anywhere that you can build a sandcastle, weather can't be that bad. Uh, you've obviously never been to the Northwest Coast. So, yeah. uh, let's see. You can follow us on Twitter at, at WorstSongPod. Uh, Each week we're going to have a new person that we're following. Who are we following this, Mike? Uh, this week we're following someone new and, you know, in, in the spirit of while this podcast is all about the worst music we can make, there are people that we really like. And sometimes you want to hear great musicians do their worst. And so this was one that we had talked about a little bit, but we decided that we're going to follow Adele today. Um, I, I want to hear her play such terrible music with those beautiful pipes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think this is what we're interested in is, is, if you could pick a song for Adele to sing that you could hear, what would it be? I mean, you know which one I'd, I'd pick every time. At a medium pace? Uh, who Let the Dogs Out? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I walked right into that one. One of these weeks, yeah. could we cover Who Let the Dogs Out? No. Why not? Well, it's already been written. No, but that's why it's called a cover. Like you know, Whitney of- Houston made uh, "I Will Always Love You" into a, a, a song that you know people know every day. Well, Dolly still did it better. I don't know that everybody agrees with you on that one, but uh, oh, I, okay. no, I don't think I do. Jeremy, if you uh, could hear Adele cover any song, Adele, yeah, uh, "I Miss the Bus" <laughs> by Criss Cross. <laughs> I mean, I know she, I know <laughs> she's English. Yeah, I know she's English. I assume they still have buses. Um, I miss the tube. Yeah, no, that, tube. that sounds gross. <laughs> Love everything about this. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, I personally would just love to hear her sing any, like, just intentional, trying to sing something terrible. God, that'd be great. All right. So what we heard was last week's atro- atrocity. Um, that was our. Did we have a 
official name for that? I think it was hard-boiled uh, eggs. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I realized in going over some of our songs and some of the stuff that ended up on the cutting room floor was that sometimes having a name that is accurate gives away the surprise of the song. Oh, yeah, good call. And so if we called that song Hard-Boiled Eggs, I think it would kind of ruin the entire buildup. Maybe we should just call it Grandma's Cooking. And that's something, actually, I probably need to talk to you off pod at some point, was like, as I edit this montage of Am I giving away too much of the song? Uh, these these are questions that uh, no one has asked. So uh, because nobody's listened. Uh, yes, we have like literally an infinitely more hosts than we do listeners. That's a good point. <laughs> but you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Worst Song Pod. We do have one follower yeah, on Twitter. I saw that. It's definitely not a robot. One of the questions I had uh, in terms of this whole thing is just kind of get a little bit of an idea of what your background music is, Jeremy. Well, I was first chair tuba uh, <laughs> for seven years in middle and high school. Wait, did you build up to first chair or just there was none the first there, year well, when you didn't know how to play? Uh, there weren't any others, so that kind of rose the mystique, but thank you for that. <laughs> Um, so it wasn't quite like Top Gun. One of the, yeah, it, it, it wasn't because of my accomplishments. It was just because they couldn't con anyone else into playing it. Did you go to high school with about seven people? So they uh, probably, they let's say the class was would have been twenty two if I'd stayed there. Or I'd have been the twenty third, I think. Man, so this, this is really making that first chair too. You could have played less any impressive. instrument, and you chose tuba. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a tuba. I was good at it. I mean, Are he was first chair. Any- <laughs> I, mean, I was first chair. Instantly. Boom. Are you going to bring any tuba to this podcast? Uh, since I don't own one, I doubt it. Have you ever owned a tuba? No. We can rent you one? Yeah. Did you ever play the sousaphone? Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a Dr. Seuss thing. I thought you were making that up. No, it was, it's a marching tuba. It's, it's a John Phillips sousaphone. I don't know who John still Phillips Phillips is. You're not making that up. No, it's, it's a thing. They're easier to march with. It's the tuba that wraps Why? around you. Yeah. Why didn't you just play that all the time? Because when you're sitting down, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's hard to, they're hard to sit in. Those will sound a little different, but or at least ours did. But the Doppler effect, it's okay because you're walking past people? Yeah, I say that's, that's how they know because you're going, so that's why it sounds good. Apparently, I can rent you one for $100 a month. I feel like that's a little more than we want. Yeah. All right, we've gone down this rabbit hole for probably longer than anybody yeah. cares to do. All right, so uh, but I played that. I, I to, no, never mind. No, no I I used to play the guitar some. I'm learning the banjo as soon as I take lessons, and <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> yeah, you and me both, but yeah. Um, topic this week, Mike. You know. This is week. No, this is episode number four. Correct four. Okay. Okay. So we've had one about the crossroads. We've had one about an instructional song about how to uh, guess, rob a convenience store. Yeah, rob a convenience store. We had oh, a song about brilliant. recipes on the tubernets, and um, something that came up during our discussion this time was uh, talking about shitty beer. Um, I, I like the party. 
Yeah, I believe. Yeah, uh, I party. You know, in in the spirit, I think the the suggestion was in the spirit of gin and juice, which is a song near and dear to my heart. You know, how do well, we make it how do we make our the, own yeah. gin and juice without using gin or juice and capture the spirit of having crappy beer instead of gin and juice? Because I mean, with gin and juice, you've got parties, you got blunts, you got uh, Doctor Dre showing up with bitches. You got like there's just a lot going on there. So I think there's an inspiration here of crappy beverage crappy music uh we can do a terrible job these are things that i think we excel at so i think we should so let what we're thinking let, is let i mean Jeremy it's a party song this, i don't know if it's a party song i i, I kind of think party song is the obvious thing so i, I don't want it to be. uh well the the spirit of gin and juice you know it, it, it's friends coming together right and party. I mean, uh, where where we there, there's there's some sort of heart that we want to grab at. I I think to me, I want like maybe we should really I don't know. If you want to capture the spirit of having like not good beer, I think you kind of have to talk about like I'm buying the cheapest thing that's going to get me drunk. But I kind of feel like that's kind of a party song or every country song, and I don't yeah. know that I want to talk about either of those things that well, that much. Yeah, and they, I mean, or it could just be a really sad song. Like, yeah, it sucks so bad that. I'm just snorting vodka in a, in a parking lot of Walgreens. Well, I mean, really, if it comes out to that, rubbing alcohol is cheaper. Spoken like somebody who still lives in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in any open sore, just pour it in, you know, straight into my veins. No, none of this uh, stomach digestion crap. You just vape it, and then it... Oh, is that possible? Probably. So the moral of the story, Mike, is if you're worried about it being too party, it could get sad real fast. And I don't know, is that really what we're going for? I, I mean, sad and terrible seem very plausible to do together. But I'm not sure I want to. You don't realize how sad it is? Yeah, see, that's an inverted thing. Wait, okay, so... You think you're having the greatest time of your life by uh, or I, rubbing all, uh, rubbing alcohol in certain. I, uh, I don't know. Things. I feel like this is punching down if we do this. I, I, it doesn't seem like the right. Exactly. I, it's not hitting me where I want to be hit. How do we do that? Then? Where do you want to be hit? How do you want to be hit? I'm trying to think about what what speaks to me about shitty beer. Um, I mean, I judge everyone who drinks shitty beer. I want to be very very clear on this. I'm a beer snob. <laughs> I think the first time I made fun of somebody for drinking beer was in college and somebody was having Navy ice as a beverage and not through a funnel. And I think well, I said, wow, he enjoys uh, that as a beverage. And I think that was my first <laughs> beer insult I ever gave in my life. So. Well, this actually, maybe this, something I've been talking about for a few years with you actually, is you're almost to this path that I, that I was talking about a couple of years ago was you, everybody starts with this drinking really crappy beer, right? And you maybe drink a, a Blue Moon, and then maybe some. You get around to IPAs. Currently, you're in a sour. Am I right? I'm into sours. You, yeah. You make it full circle. You're such a beer snob. You come back around, and Natty Ice is all you drink. I kind of like this idea. Uh, this reminds me of uh, I had a friend who had to work with a bunch of bands, and they would always show up late. And so his solution was to just start the thing later and later so that they would actually just start at business hours the next morning. Um, 
he'd be like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Let's just start the session at like 2 a.m. after, you know, you're out partying, like, you're, you know, you're nice and ready to go and then show up at like 7.30. And I was like, that's kind of brilliant. You got them to think they're staying up so late that they're actually just working normal hours. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm staying up so late. I got up at uh, eight, 8 in the morning. You know, and- <laughs> Yeah, man, I was out so late. I had had to go to bed at like 9.30 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so maybe the wraparound is real. The reach around. It's it's the cheap beer. That's definitely real. That's the name of the song. No matter what song we make, it's the reach around. around. Right? All right. So I'm guessing that that's plenty of uh, of talking that we put in this. I think we should get Jeremy to give us some type of constraint or input into okay. this. Um, uh, well, when you say, rest- I mean, I guess I'm still figuring out what what we're doing. You know, I, I do um, think we should bring up something here. Sorry, I, I, I uh, Jeremy pointed out that he has listened to none of our episodes before he came on. To, yeah, that was which, the way he felt like he he could be the most prepared to and, do a crappy and that's job. Clear, yeah, and that's well, I'm doing a crappy job. So but I think no, you're doing great. You're I think. Welcome. I mean, if crappy's the point. Jeremy is doing great too. So then I think don't even well, listen to this while we're doing it. Next week you'll even better. Yeah. I can mute you guys. <laughs> no, but anyway, that's 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 but, that's where we're at. So, uh, all right, Jeremy was going to tell us a story. Sorry, I wanted to point out oh, how I, Jeremy did not uh, did not prepare, and and that no. was kind of great. Do you have any thoughts on what you think we should be doing? <laughs> What's the worst time you ever had drinking uh, a beer that said natural somewhere on the can in big letters. Well, to be quite honest, I probably just don't remember it because we weren't drinking natty. Um, when I got accosted on the dance floor, what was that? That was like a pitcher PBR. Uh, it was something. It was PBR for anybody who wasn't there. And that was almost everyone, everyone. else. <laughs> um, nearly everyone in the world. Jeremy and yeah. I were in Southern, uh, in a dive bar in Southern Indiana. And we were the youngest people in there by about 50 years, if not more. Eh, something like that, yeah. During somebody's uh, wedding reception mm-hmm. in said dive bar. We weren't attending the reception. We were just at the bar. Not on clear. purpose, no. So you were, you inadvertently crashed a wedding reception. Of yes. 60-year-olds, yes. Yes. And uh, my favorite portion of the evening was when Jeremy stopped on the dance floor to tie his shoes. And the women looked, looked at the yeah, mistake looked number at one, like a, a coyote licking its chops for a, looking at a steak dinner. And the way he screamed, <laughs> looked up from his shoes. I'll never forget that screech because they dove in at him from multiple angles. It was great. Yeah. So, so just a, just a little bump and grind on the dance floor. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with it. Well, I mean, there was then, but, you know, generally. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I think um, it's time to, uh, that's a good story to, to, to perhaps incorporate in here. It's time to kick it. Is that where we're at? For the yes, song? can. Just to give people uh, just a quick little idea before we get started, the function of what we do. Mike is the golden set of pipes and fingers, you know, gets everything going. We shout out type suggestions into a Google Doc. I, I'm actually halfway thinking that maybe Jeremy and I uh, actually scream words out to him while he's playing that he has to incorporate. It might be a terrible idea or a great idea. Who's to say? Either way, um, we're going to end up making a minute two, uh, or two long uh, maybe the song will be a minute long or two minutes long 
we're going to do both start to finish um, somewhere within an hour, usually half of that. So, with no further ado, it is now time for the montage. Have you thought about a montage? Have you thought about a montage? So one of the things that I was thinking about while you were talking is maybe playing off the words natural and just either how unnatural it's made or how unnatural that it makes you feel. I mean, you make me feel. Mike, what are you thinking for the beat? Well, I was trying this 6-8 this ditty here, and I'm not liking it so much yet. See, I kind of like that. This is like this is a beat I would never use in a song I would write, which I think is what I like about it so far. I figured that if I if I took us away from a four four time signature, that it would kind of it like it forces a different amount of creativity around this topic, which you could tell me is dumb, and you might be right. That beat makes me feel drunk stumbling through the streets I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing do we vomit at the end of the song because we had too natural ice too much too well too much too too any is too much too much yeah at some point i think there's gonna be some time signature issues um because it wanted me to set this up in four four even though i put it in six eight and told it it was six eight it still feels like stuff's a little fucked so what do we want to do for do you, you want to lay down a baseline you want like a, a lead mandolin you, we need something to like a- anchor a melody anything that's less. I'm feeling like baseline what do you think you're yeah that's, that's terrible. that is awful what if you go much higher so you want the baseline to be a high a high pitched keyboard I love it that's so yeah. much worse I like that so yes. much better. It's like a flute. Can you play the pickle? It's a it's a bass flute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so terrible. Some jazz pickle up in this. Uh, I mean, I can work with that if you really want me to. Jeremy, what do you think? I'm I'm enjoying the bass flute. I mean, I think I messed up the like even the playing of it because I was laughing. Sure. I've never recorded a song in six eight. Um, with GarageBand before, like where I told it it was 6-8, and I think it's having some weird issues with that. I'm going to throw on a guitar for a second here. I'm not sure I'm actually going to use it, but I, I want to, it's like, I'm going to test a few things structurally, I think would be the right way to say that. <laughs> I don't know what sounds go with the sound that you created. I I uh, I like how it doesn't feel like it fits at all. So I'm gonna try and throw some words down just to see what I'm I'm vibing. It's not a lot natural about Do you think I'm slow jamming it too much? No, I like it. I kind of like, like it. I don't yeah. know about you. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of like the lyrics, but I, I was thinking I was just gonna name a bunch of shitty beers and then one characteristic about them. The thing you kept telling me last week was where's the story? So if you just name off a bunch of beers and something, is that the story? I mean, it's like Mambo number five, but for beer, right? A little so bit of daddy in my life. And Jessica and Veronica. 
that's kind of hilarious. Okay. okay. I mean, that so, song's really about, if you think about it, it's about... Uh, well, it's about, it's about how consequences uh, can catch up with you. I just think that the idea of taking inspiration from Mambo Number Five is amazing. <laughs> just think about how bad Mambo's one through four were, and imagine how great Number Seven is. Yeah, is the story Lou Vega drinking natty ice? So it's a story about Lou Vega. Lou Vega. <laughs> he got so drunk that's how he had sex with all those women, and it yeah. inspired Mambo Number Five. Okay, we are definitely getting somewhere. <laughs> Okay. 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 So we, so the song, I think we were taking the shitty beer too literally. The song is really a Lou Bega story. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how Star Wars is actually the Darth Vader story. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, well, I thought it was a Jar Jar Bing story. Yeah. The Dark Sith Jar Jar. Uh, I think I need to know what, uh, a little more about <laughs> Lou Bega. He was born April 13th, 1975 in Munich, West Germany. He has a net worth of $1 million. It doesn't say that Lou Bega ever got married on Wikipedia. And that is either great or terrible. <laughs> I love everything about this. I didn't the, know that his first the, name was David. I thought his name was Lou, and his last the, name was the, Bega. Yeah, the official Lou Bega Twitter has never tweet, tweeted. Can we follow it, please? Wait, the song is about Lou Bega drinking shitty beer and writing Mambo Number no. Five. Because, like, it could be he keeps having different shitty beer and he names each one after a woman, and that's really what the song's about. So one, two, three, four, five is Natty Ice, our Hams, Milwaukee's Hams, Southpaw. Beer you drink? Uh, Southpaw. That's a lot to get across on a song. It's not a lot natural. I feel like this chorus of there's not a lot about natural, but natural ice doesn't fit anymore. What if number, Mambo's number one through four were lost in, in a blackout drunkenness? His insatiable love lost his masterpieces. These are inappropriate, Jason. Sting Rope Mambo number three is great. Lou Vega and his lovers. They love cheap beer and made it right. <laughs> gotta pour one out. Oh. Mambo's got one through four. four. <laughs> okay, I got it. We don't right. talk about number yeah, that's, two. Yeah, no, we don't. <laughs> Who does number two work for? Now we cap what we do know about Mambo's number one through four. I am having a lot of trouble tonight, like getting this to like. The inspiration is not here. I, I have a crazy idea. I am going to throw away everything we've done because I hate it all. And do something that's way easier because I think that's the problem I'm having here. Is that supposed to be the tantric noises that uh, sting? I think that's just a little bit of Monica in your life. It kind of has like a weird Paul Simon vibe going through it. I kind of dig it. Mama number four talks about your mom, not in a bad way and not in dirty ways. He's just a big mother lover. <laughs> and that's that's Lou Beggar for you. Loves moms. Man, that man actually sounds pretty good for not trying to. I like that's actually a good song. <laughs> <laughs> Super short, but I kind of like it. It's time for the montage. 
right, welcome back from that awesome montage. It's where dreams came true and then slowly died. And then I think this dream actually came back to life after it was murdered a few times. I don't know. How do you feel things went, Mike? Uh, this was by far the longest time we've spent on a song. Uh, it was over an hour and a half. Yeah, I, I would say attempting a song. The song, so we, we got to a point where I got so fed up with it, I just closed the project and started something new. And I think that, after we did that, it was probably about 25 minutes. How many songs do you think we wrote? I think, it, I, when I say musically, at least two, maybe three. There were definitely two completely separate things that we attempted to do. Like one, The first one was almost a slow jam. And like I, I think it sounds... In the right circumstances, I'd really like it. I think I was fighting with my recording tooling as much as I was fighting with myself creatively. Um, well, you were also intentionally picking. You were like, I want to be, I have a regular time signature that you were going for, but you intentionally pick something that you don't normally think of. No, I, I wouldn't say I don't normally play it. Um, I mean, 6 eight, you know, not or even a 12 eight isn't that uncommon. It was more just that we had... Uh, some tooling issues where certain things were not conforming to the right, you know, measure structure and that, that messed up with the song structure and stuff like that. Now, you know, if I wanted to make my own drum beats, I probably would have been fine, but usually I just grab something that's pre pre-made and, you know, mix it up a little bit, but that's, that's usually about what I do for drums, at least when we're trying to time box this to a very short amount of time. That's usually what you spend the most time on because for me, you spend a whole lot of time making drums sound good. So the other part of it, we picked a topic. And I feel like the topic that we picked, you weren't necessarily inspired by it. Is that accurate? I mean, we started laughing about it, but as we got deep into it. Um, it I, I don't know if it was an inspiration or what, but um, there's usually a moment where I feel like I know that this song, like I've got the spirit of the song or I know where we're going with it or whatever. Um, where we're going is kind of a rough. Okay. I have an idea of like the, the flavor it should have, but it took a long time during that slow jam. And I think it was just, I, I just honestly just didn't work well for me. Um, and you know, for whatever reason, but I think as far as staying on topic goes, what I like about pretty much every song we've done so far is our attempts to start with a topic. Don't necessarily end with the topic. Uh, this is a very different spot. We're, I, I was trying to remember where we started with this and somebody was listening to the podcast. This was only 20 minutes ago, but I don't remember where we started. Do you? What, what is time anyway? Uh, no, um. <laughs> that was something I wrote in the, in the document because I thought that was a very like thing. Um, it's I don't just think a construct in your mind, yeah, man. But it, this is just a construct. But I don't think you ever repeated it, um, but it just made me laugh because I knew that was a very you thing. That was um, time together. Yeah, so well, we started with with like crappy beer, right? We were going to talk about natural ice or natty light. And, and the way we like to party and natter day and we wanted a uh a not first off i don't like to party with with shitty beer i want to be very clear on the record that i do not drink you only drink ice. really crappy beer right I, I got it right wait um and then we kind of talked about that somehow uh i don't even know how lou bega entered the equation well, we need a story Oh yes, that's, that's right. where Lou Bega came. That's right. As far like I was, I was uninspired. So we started spitballing. Jason and Jeremy said, "I need a story. Stories. I need a story." And somehow, 
Lou Bega, Mambo Number no. Five comes up as you know, just a song with a spectacular story that we should all know <laughs> and love. And so, um, it kind of became a song about Lou Bega, and then it became more about Lou Bega and his drinking, and that we don't know what happened to Mambo's numbers one through four. And this is really the song paying tribute to um, Sting, the greatest Mambo Number no. <laughs> Five that's ever existed, um, and. And we really wanted to, you know, just dig, dig Lou Bega and, and uh, let everybody know, you know, we, we got to give him more airtime, I think is really what we're trying to do so that our four listeners out there can also go follow official Lou Bega on Twitter like we did. Because we decided we did make an audible call during the recording that uh, we were going to follow a second celebrity today. Yeah, so. that's how flexible and awesome we are, right? Yeah, yeah, we're not really that married to our structure or, or really even being good. So, yeah, luckily, that means all doors are open for us. Yeah, me personally, one of the things that I just really love about not just this song, but the way that we've done these songs is, like you said, we start going down a path. And that path isn't working out. We don't continue down that path. And we're willing to fail even the goal that we started out just moments prior. I do think that um, we did revolutionize music for a brief moment when we had a thing called a bass flute. It was just so different. Everything that we did musically from start to finish, that mandolin song is so different. The first song that you started playing was some weird trance. And to make the trance weirder, we were going bass flute, bass piccolo. Have you ever heard that before in a song? I, I, who am I to say? Uh, I have seen some creators. No, I have no idea. All right. So I say we play this thing. All right. Come back, ask a quick couple questions because it's taken a minute and I know you want to get to wrap the evening up. We, if anybody hasn't figured this out, uh, we went so long that Jeremy, who's on the East Coast, couldn't keep going because he has responsibilities. Um, so thank you for Jeremy for stopping by. Hopefully next time around. We'll wrap this thing up in a timely manner. But here that, we go. Or that, or he just joins us for the middle segment. Anyway, I mean, he's a bright, shining, just beautiful beast. That if any of us get a, to enjoy him for just a moment, you grab onto that moment, you hold on for dear life. All right, we've talked enough. Let's debut the new worst song ever. We're grabbing the silver ring, going for gold, and coming in dead last place. So I present to you, Shitty Beer. Not a lot natural about Nettie Ice. If I knew bigger all his lovers, and that might make you right. You found love in the bottom of a bottle of PBR. That's the legend of how we lost Mambo's one through four. Pour one out. Yeah, pour one out. History has left us very few clues about Mambo's one through four. Mambo number one was about some girl from high school. 
Mama number two, we're not supposed to talk about. That's what our lawyer said. Song number three was Mambo number three, but it was by Sting and not Lou. Sting bragged about everything he was doing, because that's what Sting does. Sting told everyone about sex, because that's what Sting does. Mambo number four talks about the beauty of life while making up Mambo number five. Pour one out. Yeah, pour one out. We don't know what they're about. Welcome back from the musical equivalent of the zombie apocalypse where our nightmares came back to life. Um, here's the deal. Um, I don't think that was the worst song. We That might be the best song we've ever made. It was funny to me. I, I love the part about Sting, especially the part where it repeats. That's just what Sting does. Uh, the way I initially wrote it, um, it was a little bit filthier about your mom. But when I say your mom, I mean the collective your mom. I don't think any of that made it into the song in the end. No. So. No, it didn't. Um, so... Uh, that's probably good. How do you feel? Uh, I liked it in that I feel like it was able to tell the story. Um, Didn't talk about shitty beer as much as we set out. But, but I think, you know, you start with, it, it's it's like a Simpsons episode where you have this weird sidebar and somehow it leads you into the main plot. And I think, you know, we start out with talking about Nady, Nady Ice and it leads you into a rich history and survey of Lubega, which is what we need in our lives to feel good about. Well, just everything going on in this day and age. I feel like it was such a good song in part because of the mandolin. And I think in part because of your personal fondness for the mandolin. Is that accurate? Uh, I mean, I like playing like when I, we, we switched the time signature back to four, four, I threw like a little mandolin thing. The drummer kind of ended up being more of a, like a Latin percussion beat. And so it just had, I, like I said, it had a little bit of a Paul Simon feel kind of early on. And I didn't, that, that seems fairly okay. Accurate, I guess. Um, it was just, it was just a lot easier. I mean, I can tell you that, that, that one flowed. Well, I mean, you saw how much like you were saying yeah. the song itself, you know, the first version we probably spent. We spent an hour two, and 10 minutes. How long did we spend total? It was about an hour and a half. Okay. Well, we probably spent, I would say, like an hour and five minutes on the, the first part and then 25 on the second. Then. So um, something like that. But, yeah, I mean, the point was once, once we kind of got the mandolin out, things seemed a lot easier for me. Is it too good? I mean, it's still no, silly. No, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a silly song. The singing isn't good. I'm not even sure that like the vo- the melody structure follows itself like line over line. We're singing about Lou Bega. Like, there's no way this is a good song. Like, <laughs> this is just a tribute to. Couldn't remember the the yeah. real song about Lou Bega. I mean, I just I, I just don't think it's it's good. Now, is it the worst song ever? Man, uh, now you're making me think about you know what are the properties of worst? It's the worst song written about Lou Bega ever, probably. Oof. Although he, although he does have a lot of jaded exes. <laughs> so each week we write a worse song about a different person. 
Next week it's Adele. I know we we'll get back to you, Adele. I think this one's this one's okay, and you know it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be painful to listen to. In fact, I think we decided it shouldn't. So yeah, um, last week's song was rough. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it a couple times. It was rough. <laughs> I don't feel a like too was, complicated. I don't feel like it was that rough, but I guess I, I haven't listened to it since. You we, should re-listen to it. it. It was it was just way too complicated. I think this one was simple. And uh, let us be stupid. And I, I, I do like that. I, I we should have been more stupid. I got to yell about your grandma and hard-boiled eggs last time, so I don't think I'm too upset about it. Yeah, I wish that was the whole song, personally. All right. Here's, here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. Dance. All right. Well, I want to thank anybody who is listening. I really want to thank Jeremy for hanging out with us for a little bit. I know it was his first foray into this little podcast, and I appreciate it. Everything that he did, uh, hopefully he forgets all of it because he wanted to have the least amount of information possible when stepping into this foray. I want to shout out to Adele, who next week we're going to write a song about. That's not true. I want to shout out to uh, the Bahaman, obviously. Thank you for listening, Bahaman. <laughs> I don't think we know they listen. I want to shout out to Mike, who shakes his head in disapproval. Oh, when I say, I want to shout out to the Bob. It makes my heart hurt. It's, it's, it's Pavlovian. I don't even think about it. I just shake my head like, what the hell are we doing? So. <laughs> are we married? I get that a lot. All right. Thank you very much. That was uh, worst song ever. <laughs> and uh, also going for worst podcast ever. Worst podcast. You know, it's a little comedy, a little comedy. It was Worst Song Ever, and we will play you out to our uh, new Worst Song Ever. Not a lot natural about Nettie Ice. If I knew bigger all his lovers, and that might make you right. You found love in the bottom of a bottle of PBR. That's the legend of how we lost marbles One through four, poor one out Yeah, poor one out History has left us very few clues about Marbles one through four Marble number one was about some girl from high school Mama number two, we're not supposed to talk about. That's what our lawyer said. Song number three was Mambo number three, but it was by Sting and not Lou. Sting bragged about everything he was doing, because that's what Sting does. Sting told everyone about sex, because that's what Sting does. Mama number four talks about the beauty of life while making up Mambo number five. Pour one out Yeah, pour one out We don't know what they're about
actually kind of like it. Are you going to scan over the top? Yeah. <laughs> just play just play Axel F. <laughs> That sounds like murder. Sounds like murder? Yeah, if there was a sound for murder, it would be that bass flute. Who says getting this going? Like buying a dirty 30. I need 30 in my fridge. I need 30 if my partner needs. I feel like you need to channel one of these like hype guy rappers. See, I was thinking more about like an, a, a sweet R&B tone. A G-Funk on a whole new level. The rhythm is the bass, and the bass is the treble. I think i got to redo this keyboard part. It's bothering me. It's like when you, you take your finger on the uh, rim of a glass. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of what it sounds like. Pour one out. Mama number one was about greasy anal. Yeah, I don't like singing about greasy anal. I don't know that about me. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to. I, did, I didn't expect you were going to repeat that. I feel uh, seen. You feel love scene? I, I, I like to do love scenes. Don't we all? I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Is that part of the song? It is now. Natural nice makes me want to make love. love. <laughs>